welcome to Wellness Your Way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, and I've helped thousands of people find their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of that work, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. Welcome back to Wellness Your Way. I am so excited for you to hear from today's guest, who is a fellow health extraordinaire and loves all things fitness, healthy eating, and healthy living. You'll hear all about her background, her own health journey, her favorite sources of fun and healthy recipes, how to enjoy cooking more, her tips to help you enjoy more vegetables. So much gold is in this episode. So let me tell you a bit about our guest before we dive into the conversation. Natalie Wolf is a lifelong entrepreneur with a passion for health and fitness. She lives in Dallas, Texas. She owns and operates Studio Hop, which is a fitness app that she founded in 2015. When she's not working on Studio Hop, she's recording and editing episodes for her podcast, The Fitness Insider, or sharing fun recipes and tips and tricks on her Instagram, which is at that foodie girl. Natalie recently earned her health coaching certificate through the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute and is excited to be hosting healthy resets to help others make simple nutrition and lifestyle changes to feel their very best. She loves her family, her dog, her cooking and eating nutrient-dense, colorful foods. She loves traveling, reading, and getting in joyful movement every day. And like I said, she shares so much valuable content on this quick episode. So let's get ready to learn from Natalie Wolf, today's Wellness Your Way guest. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Your Way. I'm so thrilled to have a guest, Natalie Wolf, on the podcast today. Thanks for being here, Natalie. Thanks for having me, Megan. I'm so excited to be on the other side of things, just answering the questions instead of being the interviewer. <laughs> yes, Natalie is such an amazing interviewer. I was thrilled to be a guest on her podcast a few weeks ago, and we had so much fun. The time just flew by, so I wanted to bring some of that fun and insight to the Wellness Your Way audience. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. So Natalie, could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm Natalie Wolf, and my, I guess, official title is founder and CEO of Studio Hop. Um, I started Studio Hop back in 2015 officially, and it's an app where you can book classes at all different gyms. So I was getting tired of doing the same workouts. Like I would do a bar, I would commit to a bar studio for a year, and then I get bored of that, and then I do yoga for a year. And it just, you know, it gets really expensive to, to do it all. Um, so I, I thought there's got to be other people out there that are in the same boat and they want to mix up their workouts because it's good just for your body, but also just keeps you, it makes it fun. So it's actually something that you do and enjoy. Um, so Studio Hop has kind of like been a big part of my identity for the last, I don't know, seven years plus. Um, but I also have my podcast that I started um, in November of 2019 and it's called the fitness insider. And basically 
it's focused on fitness and health, just health and wellness in general, where I bring on guests and we talk about um, different topics um, about nutrition and fitness, like studio owners and entrepreneurs, and also like a founder of a protein bar company and things like that. Um, so that's been a really fun outlet. And then um, I live in Dallas, with my husband and my little dog, and we live near White Rock Lake. So we like to go on lots of bike rides and walking. And I, I am in the fitness studios frequently too, not as often as I used to be, but still love it. Um, and I love to cook and eat healthy. And I also recently got my health coaching certificate through the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute. So that was kind of just, I've always loved um, nutrition and eating healthy. Um, so this was kind of just like a natural step for me to dig in a little deeper and understand the like science behind everything. So amazing. I hope that everyone in the audience <laughs> feels as uh, in awe of Natalie as I am. I was just mentioning to her before we recorded that she has so much stuff going on. I can't imagine ever getting bored. That's kind of the concept of Studio Hub, keeping things interesting and Fitness Insider. You're doing all kinds of uh, different aspects of health. So I love that about you. Uh, and that kind of leads me into Thanks. the next question. How has your concept of health evolved over the years with everything you've learned about health and fitness? Oh man, it's definitely evolved. That's a really good question. Um, so growing up, I feel like, you know, I, my parents fed me some of the foods that like we would just never even touch with a 10 foot pole yes. <laughs> nowadays. Mine and, too. Um, but like, <laughs> at the same time, like I've always like gravitated towards fruits and vegetables as a kid. And so I've always kind of just liked eating healthy. I'm, I was kind of a weird kid, I guess. Um, but, and then my mom got into the juice plus business, um, like over 15 years ago. And so basically it's like a fruit and vegetable, like they juice it dry it. You, you know what juice plus is, but yeah. they dry it and put it in a capsule or a chewable. And so it's basically a way to bridge the gap and get uh, like a whole rainbow of color into your diet every day. So I've been on that for over 15 years now. And um, like, I think that starting that as a kid, kind of it, when you flood your body with fruits and vegetables, you crave more of that. Um, so that definitely helped give me a good foundation um, but then like, you know, going through high school and college, it's all about like how you look and being as skinny as possible. Maybe not for everybody, but I know a lot of women can probably relate like going to the SMU gym and getting on the Stairmaster, yes. <laughs> you know? Oh, I was on the elliptical <laughs> in my college gym with magazines and all kinds of stuff yeah. for hours. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Like it was like only cardio and then like 10 minutes of abs. Cause like, mm -hmm. it's all like aesthetics. Then. Um, and then like, it wasn't when I turned 30, but it's like late twenties. I realized like I started getting more into the functional, like holistic root cause medicine, like getting into it, meaning like reading all the books and following all the people on Instagram, listening to the podcasts about functional medicine or naturopathic doctors just being, I'm still like, so, um, 
like I kind of want to just like go to med school and become a functional doctor. <laughs> like I'm like, is it too late? I said that to my husband the other day. Never. Um, but it's just <laughs> it's so interesting to me that a convention not not that there's anything wrong with conventional doctors. Like we definitely need them. Conventional medicine is great. Like prescription medicine, there is a time and a place for it. But it just it's intriguing to me um, how functional doctors will get get to the root cause of things and figure out why this is happening and not like just put a band-aid for your symptoms, but figure out how you can heal from the inside out. So um, I think it's it's evolved from being more aesthetic to more prevention and longevity. So how can I eat and fuel my body so that I will prevent heart disease, prevent brain disease, um, you know, like Alzheimer's like, that runs in my family and it's something that's been on my mind. So like taking my omegas, putting some MCT oil in my, in my smoothie, whatever, you know, there's all kinds of things, but just educating myself and how I can, um, be healthy and feel good for as long as possible. Oh, what an amazing answer. I love that. It parallels so much of my journey. And the, the interesting thing is those two aren't mutually exclusive. It's not like you have to choose aesthetics or health, but when we come at this from a place Hmm. of motivation for your long-term health and for feeling good right now and for true holistic health, it's so much more empowering and fun than how I used to feel just like beating myself into the ground, not good enough, do more cardio. You don't have the six pack yet, all of this kind of negativity. Yeah. That's a good point though, that you can have both like the look, like how you look and how you feel like they kind of, they go hand in hand and like being in the fitness industry, like people work out because they want to look a certain way, but it also like, it saves you from going crazy like during the pandemic. Like it's a stress reliever (laughs) and it also like makes you feel good and it improves your digestion and circulation, just so many things. But that, that is a good point that like you can care about how you look and feel like those two things are, it's not a bad thing, but there are more important things. (laughs) Totally more important things. Yes, absolutely agree. Um, so what's one aspect of your health or one health habit that you think you're really great at? I like to have people brag on themselves to start. I love it. It's like whenever my mom, if I say I'm bad at something, she like, she's like, no, you're, you're working on it and you're getting better at, at it every single day. I'm like, okay, mom. I love <laughs> like that. She, yes. It's positive. I would say. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, you and my mom would get along very well. <laughs> um, so I guess I think drinking water is something I'm really good at. Like my husband thinks that I overhydrate, <laughs> but I didn't used to drink enough water. But then once I started carrying around like my water bottle, it was like I became thirstier as I started drinking more water. So I think I'm good at that. And then also sleeping, like my sleep is very, very important to me. Like I, I have to have at least eight hours and most nights I get nine. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, that's wonderful. The water thing reminded me when I started drinking more water. And like you said, I just became thirstier. It was natural. I wasn't forcing it, but my mom made me go get an electrolyte test because she was convinced that I was over drinking and it turns out I was fine. Um, our, our thirst really just does increase as we're adequately hydrated. 
Sleep though, that's such a great one. One that I continuously struggle with. So I am in awe of your eight to nine hours. I'm getting there, but not quite there yet. But bravo to you. Uh, and on the flip side, what's your biggest struggle health-wise? Um, I think the overarching theme for me is stress. Um, I feel like everyone can relate to that, but mm-hmm. it just contributes to everything. It can make other things rear their ugly heads <laughs> symptom wise, or just what's going on with your whole body, but it's hard to control stress. And I know there's lots of good, I have lots of tools for that too, but sometimes it's just, it's hard to get a, a handle on it. Yeah. What are some of the tools, whether they work every time for you or not, what are some of the things you turn to, to help manage your stress? Um, going on walks in the neighborhood. That's definitely a good one. Um, just calling a friend and catching up is good or taking a nap, <laughs> taking a bath. Um, I know you hate baths. I remember we <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> All the other ones I like though. So we were, we were close to the same page until the baths. I'll let you do this. <laughs> I thought you would have incorporated it by now. <laughs> No, I still have not tried despite us talking probably three or four weeks ago, or maybe more. I don't know. I still have not tried the bath. That That's is on okay. my to-do list, but not on the top of my to-do you know, list. You, One of these days. You don't have to be a bath person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. It relieves my stress. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, how does working in the health and wellness industry impact your health? Is it I mean, I'm sure it's inspiring. I'm sure you're learning a lot. I know I am, but there are also some uh, stressors from working in the industry. So tell me about your experience. Um, Yeah, so that's also a great question. I was thinking about this and the past, I don't know, like two years or so up until before the pandemic started, I overdid it. Like I didn't really realize it until I'm reflecting back on it, but like I worked out way too much. I was at the a different studio like every single day I took maybe one day off and like I I felt good and I looked good. Like it was the fittest I've ever been, but I just I I think that it was just too much. Like Yeah. It was too much for me. It was too intense. I didn't need to be doing that. And now that like when the pandemic happened, I realized like, oh, I can still feel good and look good without like killing myself at the gym every day. And um, I don't know, I felt a pressure because I'm like the founder of Studio Hop. I'm the face of boutique fitness in Dallas yes. um, for Studio Hop. So um, I felt like I had to be doing all the things. And I realized like, that's really silly and like, it's more important to slow down and do things that'll help like with longevity again, like Pilates and bar and yoga, do more of that. Like there's nothing wrong with high intensity workouts. It's great, but I didn't need to be doing it like four times a week. (laughs) Totally agree. Goodness. I put enough pressure on myself and partly it's not even pressure. It's like, I actually legitimately enjoy those type of workouts if it were just about my brain, I would do those type of workouts seven days a week. Uh, but it's not just about my brain. It, it's more about my body and my soul and my energy and all of that. So yeah, I'm glad for me that it's just my own battle. I can't imagine. It must be really hard to be, like you said, the face of, of boutique fitness. Uh, but you're, you're overcome. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I remember like same thing for me. Like I love it. That's why I started studio hop because I love all these workouts and I love the variety, but I remember like I would be getting back from a class at like 6 30 PM and I would have one in the next morning at 8, 8 AM. Wow. And my husband would be like, what are you doing? Like he's psycho. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I would, it was just getting to be too much. And then with the, like, with the health coaching, um, it's funny because I kind of went through a process in my brain. I was like, wait, do I want to do this? Cause then I'm going to have to eat perfectly, you know? Ah, no, you <laughs> and don't. like, when I, like when I share everything, it needs to be, and people are always like, you eat so healthy and like everything. And so I try to like share things that like, you know, I love chocolate. I love sugar. I try not to have it every day, but like, you know, I try to share more of those things. I should share more, but you know, I'm sure like, you may have experienced that in the beginning days too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. It's, it's this weird self-imposed pressure to cultivate some kind of semblance of health. Cause of course we're both trying to promote health and help other people get healthy, but health doesn't always mean eating kale three meals a day and nothing else. Health <laughs> is all encompassing. And I think my definition of health certainly includes some type of chocolate here and there almost every single day. So, um, I'm with you on the struggle. (laughs) And, and I think one thing that you do share really, really well is when you share what you're cooking on Instagram, it looks like you're having a lot of fun. I think a lot, I'm like banging out my meal prep and, and it's functional and it works for me and I like the taste and whatever, but you make beautiful dishes and it looks like you're really enjoying the experience. Can you tell me more about cooking at home? Yeah, thanks. I um, marvel at your meal prep. So <laughs> I'm like, her, your stuff is like so efficient and all the, you have so much produce on the counter. I'm like, wow, that is goals. <laughs> so <laughs> I do. I do have fun with it though. Like, um, I, I think to make cooking at home, like cooking health, healthfully, um, you gotta like get some cookbooks or find someone like some recipes online that get you excited to try them out. And they don't have to be anything crazy. Um, but just to get inspired, even if you have like one or two recipes and then you can kind of like interchange them or whatever, but just trying something new is really fun. I try new recipes probably every week. Wow. Um, I mean, like, yeah, it's like, I feel like I have a lot of time, even though I do all these different things, but like (laughs) being working at home and stuff, like, I guess I make time for it because I just, I enjoy cooking. Um, some days I really don't, and I'm just going to like throw together something, but I have like my go-to healthy recipes. Like one of them is, um, like a a curry dish, like a veggie curry dish. And I literally just throw like a couple of spoonfuls of either red or green curry into my wok with some coconut oil. And then I like saute that up with garlic and onions. And then I add just like whatever veggies we have. And then I add a can of coconut milk and then it simmers and you're done. Like it's, it's so easy. Love it. So. That's a great recipe there. And I've seen that on your Instagram. That's a good one. You mentioned having like some go-to yeah, we'll sources or cookbooks or, or blogs or whatever. Where are some of your favorite places to get recipes? Um, I really love uh, the Define Dish, who's yes. you know, local to Dallas. Yes. She, she's awesome. Um, good recipes on her blog and her Instagram. 
And then I really like Half-Baked Harvest. And her stuff is like beautiful. And so like every recipe is really, really good, but it can be a little bit involved. It's not simple at all. Okay. <laughs> but those are fun. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I just like, I have um, like on my Pinterest, I save stuff there, like recipes. I think one is called How Sweet Eats and Pinch of Yum is another one that's really good. Yes. Um, but I just like, I put on some music and I pour a glass of kombucha or wine and just like make it something fun. So yeah, I used, I do wish that I did more meal prep to like have things ready. Um, but sometimes I enjoy the process of cooking. So just depends on the week. You know what? I think just like anything, the answer is probably a balance of cooking some meals and being involved and enjoying the process and putting on your music and your glass of kombucha or wine. And then sometimes like, you know, we all have busy days here and there having some prepped things could probably help too. So maybe a combination of what we do, but I'm going to link to those things that you said, divine dish, half-baked harvest, pinch of yum. Is your Pinterest public? Should we link to that too? Or is that just for you? Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's on there. It's yeah, it's public. (laughs) Okay. I'll link to that. I wonder if anyone still uses Pinterest too. (laughs) You know what? To be totally honest, I don't use Pinterest, but I have something that automatically pins like my blog posts and I get traction from that. So people must be out there using it. Maybe it's just not us, Natalie, but people are. (laughs) I mean, I use it for recipes. I'm wondering if anyone is like me that still uses it. I feel like it's not cool anymore, but It's definitely useful. I am definitely not cool. So you're asking the wrong person for sure. Uh, (laughs) But we're going to link to your Pinterest anyway, in case there are some other non-cool people out there. And of course, slightly cooler, we will link to your Instagram because um, it's just amazing. So for anyone out there, do you do TikTok too, Natalie? I don't. I am not that cool. (laughs) Okay, good. I feel like we're on at least a a, a relatively level plane of coolness. I do not do TikTok either. Maybe one of these days. It's too much work. Yeah, it's too much work. I I know. know. It is too much work. I just started. Go ahead. Tell me. I was going to say, I started doing some reels, which is great. Like Instagram favors those so more people see them. And like, I know one of your questions, I think it's your next question is how to incorporate more veggies. I was going to do a reel on that topic, but I just did one that was like my top five non-toxic skincare products. And like the reels are fun, but they do take a lot of time. I love that. I'm starting to do reels too. We will definitely link to that specific reel of non-toxic skincare because I think that's awesome. Um, But you almost took us there. Can you tell us about veggies and incorporating veggies and how to love them and how to eat more of them? Yeah, I think it's um, different for everyone, just like how you grew up or your taste, like, you know, what you like to eat. Um, And veggies sound like, you know, ugh, so boring and, you know, hard to do. But I like to start the day with a smoothie packed with like spinach or kale. So that's like a great way to get it in. You don't even taste it. Um, The smoothie might be ugly, but it's you're getting in all these greens and nutrients and I put so much stuff in my smoothie it's gotten a little out of hand um and then I wash and chop my veggies as soon as I get home from the store so that kind of was like a pandemic thing because I was like 
gotta wash things. I don't want anything from the outside world yes. in my fridge. <laughs> so, so now I just like, we have one of those big like farmhouse sinks. I mean, you don't have to have that, but just plug up the sink, make sure it's clean first. And then I do like a, a little bit of like the branch basics concentrate um, and just like throw all the veggies and fruit into the sink and like just let them sit in a little bath for like 10 minutes. And then I rinse them and dry them. So like I put it all out in towels. Um, I mean, I mean, it's a lot of work, but it works. Um, and if you don't have branch basics or something like that, you can just do like vinegar um, to help clean the produce. So I like to chop it up and I don't usually get to chopping, but at least that it's clean and ready to grab in the fridge makes it a lot easier to eat more fruits and vegetables. Um, and then my fridge is like my little Mecca. I like to have it very organized and clean. So it looks like a store, you know, so it looks like enticing to grab. <laughs> I'm a weirdo, that. but yeah. Yes. It's so important. We can't white knuckle our way into eating things that we're not excited about. You can do that like once or twice, but if you've put in love and energy into washing your veggies and organizing them and your fridge looks beautiful, of course you're going to want to eat them more. That's a great tip. Yeah. And just like, you know, shopping the, shopping the produce section and just grabbing some things that look pretty and like that you're going to eat them and you're excited about them. Cause I know it's hard for people that aren't used to eating veggies every day or at every meal, just find something that catches your eye and make it an experience. Yes. I love that. I always try to tell people, get one or two of the things that you know you like. Don't judge it. A lot of people say like, oh, my favorite is carrots, but does that have too much sugar or whatever? No, don't worry about it. Like it's a carrot. It's fine. So get a couple of things you do like, and then maybe get a couple of things that you haven't tried before or that you haven't discovered the way you like preparing it or something that just looks really beautiful and catches your eye, whatever, some variety and some staples that you know you like. Yeah, that's great advice. Awesome. Uh, so how about taking action? You've already given people a lot of really amazing content here, but if you could just offer one or two action steps to people, something that they could do today or this week to improve their health, what would you offer to them? Yeah, there's so many things, but, <laughs> and I love this stuff. I nerd out on all this, but um, I think one thing would be to ditch your phone like an hour before bedtime and try to get in bed earlier than you usually do so that you can get some quality sleep. Um, because it's crazy how much sleep impacts your health and your just the next day, just like sleep is everything. So that would be one. And then number two would be, um, to buy like a cute water bottle if you don't have one or something that like a nice water bottle and carry it with you everywhere, everywhere you go in your car, on the way to the grocery store, like everywhere. So you're just constantly you'll, it'll become a habit and you'll hydrate. And that's also really important. So oh, sleep and water. I love that. Yes. Two amazing tips on the first one, ditch your phone an hour before bed. So for me, it's like, I'll do my foam roller. I'll read, I'll talk to my husband. I'll snuggle my dogs. That's like kind of what I do after I ditch my phone before I go to sleep. But a lot of people often ask me, like, what do you do <laughs> if you don't have your phone? What do you do? So can you share what you do after you ditch your phone at night? Yeah, I read every night before bed. 
So that helps me to like calm down and just like, it helps me to fall asleep. It's always some like, it's like a thrill. I like this like thriller murder mystery, which aren't calming in theory, but like just reading helps me to calm down and like get me into a different, like out of reality and into a different storyline. So I love reading at night. Um, I do like to watch, like I'll watch a little, like a show at night, but then like the hour before bed, I'm like, I'm in bed reading and I like to get in bed really early. So that's <laughs> grandma Natalie. Amazing. Well, you got to get those eight to nine hours of sleep. I, I think that's yeah. so great. Um, this has been yeah. so incredible. I so appreciate you coming on and sharing all of your wisdom and insight. And I know people will want to follow you along, get more of what you have to offer. So where can people follow you? Yeah. Um, I I guess Instagram would be, there's three accounts there, but that foodie girl is my personal account where you can see where I share all the cooking and stuff. Um, and then my podcast, you can check it out. I'll send you a link to have that in the show notes. Um, but yeah, Instagram is the best place that foodie girl, but thank you so much, Megan, for having me. And thanks for, I love listening to your podcast and you're just always like a ray of sunshine and just good reminders. Um, so thanks for putting that out into the world and helping so many people. Well, the admiration is mutual. Thank you, Natalie. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks everyone for listening. It's time for your call to action. And like Natalie said, here is our challenge to you. Decide what time you will go to bed tonight. Not want to go to bed, but will go to bed. And right now, set a phone alarm for one hour before that time. When that alarm goes off, you get to turn it off and find other fun ways to spend your time. Maybe you curl up with a good book or you grab a mug of herbal tea, you chat with your spouse or your roommate, or you do some gentle stretching or meditating. Whatever it is, you give yourself the gift of one hour phone-free tonight. You get to bed on time and you enjoy a wonderful night's sleep. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way. I'll be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. Stay well, and I'll be back next week. The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the LionShare website.